Welcome to Delighting Daily, a podcast to develop a habit of delighting daily in God's Word. We're your hosts, Tori Zbinden, Elijah Danny, and Grace Weikert. Our hope is that this podcast will kickstart your daily habit of reading the Bible. So if you haven't already, on day 30, bought the devotional. It's not too late. Buy it, bookmark it, put it in your library. We want you to buy this book, uh, but we also want you to pull out your Bible and see what we're reading in the Bible and read along with us. Yep, because today's episode, we're going to be jumping into day 30 of Esther Liu's devotional on shame, being known and loved. Uh, If you have a physical copy, you can turn to page 77 and we'll begin on day 30. Persevere in confidence. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion on the day of Jesus Christ. Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. If you find that your shame persists despite your most earnest efforts, know that this experience is normal. To know that it is normal reorients our expectations. What could be inter- interpreted as failure and a lack of progress, there is shame again, is then put in proper perspective. The Apostle Paul in today's passage provides an encouragement to the Philippians. The good work has begun, but is not yet complete. However, God will surely bring it to completion one day. Todd Sherd, a biblical counselor and teacher, uses the metaphor of a voice to describe the experience of shame. With shame, we tend to hear hear only one voice, the self-condemning, self-hating one all day, every day. Not good enough, ugly, outcast, dirty, unworthy, rejected, disposable, failure. If the voice of shame is a soloist in our hearts, we must work hard to listen to the voice of truth, God's voice. We may not completely eradicate the voice of shame in this lifetime. Genuine growth might mean that for every 99 thoughts of worthlessness, we are now able to think of one thought of God's love. Not good enough, ugly, outcast, dirty, unworthy, but chosen. Rejected, disposable, failure, but known and loved. Even if the voice of shame continues to clamor at the highest volume, the voice of God sings only one faint, barely perceptible note. The solo has officially become a duet. Belief has begun to break into unbelief. As you earnestly seek to trust and abide in the voice of God, over time you may realize the duet eventually sounds different. The voice of God has steadily grown louder in your heart. A sermon encourages you. A friend cares. Uh, friend care serves as a tangible. A friend's care serves as a tangible reflection of God's heart for you. A passage of scripture reorients you. Over time, one note of God's voice in your heart becomes two notes, then twenty notes, then fifty notes. If you can hear hints of beautiful melody now, even if incomplete even if still frequently interrupted by the voice of shame. And rest assured, even if this doesn't happen tomorrow or in one year or 50 years, there will be a day when this clashing duet will end. The duet will become a solo again. This time, the voice of shame 
will be extinguished for eternity. You will stand face to face with your God and he will be the soloist of your heart and soul. No more shame, no more self-condemnation, only favor, acceptance, honor, and love furthermore. The good work God began will indeed be brought to completion. Take heart, persevere. There is an end to this discurrent duet. The soloist, solo that awaits you will be more glorious and more beautiful than any of us can imagine, and it will be your melody forevermore. Reflect. How does knowing that your struggle with shame is normal, is normal reorient your expectation of what progress with shame ought to look like? Act. Consider a passage that has encouraged you when you have felt ashamed, write it down and, or memorize it. When shame attempts to sing solo, reread and recite your chosen passage. Even if you, even if it feels unconvincing, rejoice that at last, at least the solo has now become a duet. Every note matters. Day 30. I really love that metaphor of okay it starts with a solo of your self-condemning thoughts and then you move it to a duet of god god's truth and you your self-condemning thoughts kind of intermingling and that's probably the the essence of life but then there's going to be a solo again when we're in glory Mm. and it's just god's truth bellowing into our hearts and minds and no more duet no more the self-condemning voice um I don't know, just a really beautiful picture. I really love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think even considering like the the beauty of what that solo will be one day, then I think it just excites me to consider. I don't know, like I I love music. Just considering mm. the, the harmonies, then that it's metaphor will, like keeps going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like that, like considering. Right, the solo in our own hearts as an individual, right, in glory, it'll go. Back, it'll go from a duet of shame and God's voice back to a solo of just God's voice in eternity. And then considering the many voices that in glory will then be praising the Lord together mm. and singing, "All glory be to Him alone." Like in unison. In unison. Truth, yeah. In harmony. Right. It'll just. It. It just. How full of glory that will be, like just how full, yeah, just how full of an experience I think will that will be. Yeah. Um, had me thinking of even just a song now by Casting Crowns that I really love, but just considering the voice of truth mm. that tells us a different story. Mm. Yeah. I, um, I think part of, like that's, that's what we have a glorious hope to look forward to in heaven. I think the, the question I think we get really presented with today is how do we move from that, that, that sad solo of our shame mm-hmm. to a duet where mm-hmm. she calls it like this dissonant duet where it's like this beautiful song of truth with our honking clonking sad song of shame um and i often think about that in a in a different metaphor like moving from a monologue to a dialogue where i'm simply not just talking to myself but i'm starting to talk to god or i even love how she acts consider a passage like those battle verses yeah like for me there was a season where i just read 
um, from Ephesians. I think it's Ephesians three, where it's where Paul prays, "Give me the strength to comprehend the 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 length, the depth, and the height of your love." Like, and that I would just read every morning before I hit my day was, "God, I need your strength." Like, I need the strength not to pick up something heavy, but the strength to comprehend your love. Um, and that was, for a long time, the verse I would go to to, to help mm-hmm. those, those self-condemning thoughts that would just sing in my mind. Um, it would, and it would help me rest my trust in God. Yeah, those yeah. verses that you have quick to the drawer help, help with renewing your mm-hmm. mind, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it kind of reminds what we were just talking about, Tori, as far as even just, again, that discordant, that dissonant duet that's going on. Um, I taught music for a little bit, and just thinking of all the times where I would be practicing with a student who's just beginning their instrument, and so often it would be very much a dissonant melody going on <laughs> because they are not playing the right notes, especially on trombone, where it's just slightly out of whack, and it's definitely not it. Um, but thinking of how frustrated the students would be, and I'm thinking of our shame, like how frustrated we can be when we consider, man, like I'm not, I'm not done with this yet. But then as that student continues to like work with me, and even if it's just a couple of notes, the rest of it could still be just as dissonant and discordant, but just like a couple, just as they continue to work, just a couple of those notes hit into a duet that actually sound mm-hmm. like there's harmonies going on and sweet and the in the, the the joy in their faces they realize I played something I played it right mm-hmm. um, and just considering like the Lord is working with us mm-hmm. in the midst of it in the midst of that those me- this, the, these this discordant he's duet us. he's yeah. patient with us he's working with us um, and he's not like that sounds bad let's stop he's like right. let's keep pushing forward it will come together right mm-hmm. yeah yeah or just seeing the word persevere just makes me think of the old theological concept of perseverance of the saints. Like yeah. the Lord will literally be there with us and has promised to be there with us. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. has made it so with mm-hmm. the cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And I pray for us, Lord, uh, we thank you that you, uh, break in, uh, to our, um, songs of shame, in sorrow and that you invite us into uh, a melody with that a melody um or a dialogue uh instead of just our one single voice lord that that you break in and by your grace make your voice louder in our lives we pray that you would continue to be a presence as you already are lord uh, give us the ears to hear your voice and to um fight each day to really Uh, hear your truth above all. Pray these things in your son's name. Amen. We want to say thank you for joining us today or night, whenever you're listening. We hope that you join us back here tomorrow for This is it. Day 31. The last day. Today we read from Esther Lou's devotional, Shame Being Known and Loved. We read this with permission from PNR Publishing. If you want to know more about other devotionals, because we're nearing the end of this one, you can check out our show notes down below. We'll hear you back here tomorrow. Bye.